is it okay if i treat you like a baby that you are yes <laughs> wild <laughs> okay <laughs> what's the username uh so yours tera is somya s all all small hashtag 0789 Can you repeat? I cannot. <laughs> okay. 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 Somia. That is S O U M Y A S. Hashtag zero seven eight nine. Okay. All right, guys. Welcome back to the second penultimate episode of Piss Poor Interpretations and Stupid Stereotypes. Uh this week we're coping with a fucking hurricane and I'm for one I'm very fucking annoyed I haven't had electricity for the past two days. You are coping with the hurricane. Bro, bro, I haven't had fucking electricity, bro. I feel like I'm in bro, the fucking stone age, bro. Uh, it's not it's not my it's not my fault you live in a fucking village out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, fucking milk city, my asshole. Milk city, let's power our electricity on milk. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, we're back in Sad. 2021 and uh for this week we have a very special guest hailing all the way from California she is a certified soon to be vegan and a Cali surf girl so give it up for Kawabunga fucking Soumya Sharma spelled as S O U M Y A yeah hopefully she can remember that that's that's she can maybe she might not hi Soumya Hi. Hello. I just want to ask Welcome. you something. Why are yeah. you talking like RJ? Uh, like we are RJ? introducing people because <laughs> it's an introduction. I don't know it's if you ever heard of those. Introduction, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know if you ever heard of those. It's yeah, an intro. It's a thing that we've been doing since the past <laughs> two parts of our a podcast, where exactly. we generally talk in a condescending tone to the three of our viewers, one of which is with us today, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> so we are already shilling our uh, uh, viewers or listeners should i say mm-hmm. for yeah. money and for views so we are cash cow uh so with an actual cow this... and with an actual cash okay cool if that I makes sense yeah. yeah 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 anyways <laughs> so this week we are discussing a, another song uh gulabi aake by mohammad rafi uh it's a good song and okay. i and uh, uh we'll take your uh, word for it yeah 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 it it was released in 2008 i i i think but the thing is mohammad rafi died in 1980 so <laughs> i don't know where they got oh, the 2008 from <laughs> song doesn't exist you know what, anymore you know what you know what cyber maze this is a bit too much for me let's let's just not do a song this week uh okay. yeah that's let's fine. just let's just stick with the movie Okay. Okay. If okay. if that's okay. Yeah. Well, I love movies. Yeah. 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 Anyways, so uh, currently I'm in my kitchen, and uh, let's just pick a movie from the first thing that we see. Okay. Um. Pencil and Mort. No man. Nah man. No? That's. I think uh, that would be a war film that I'm not into. Okay. All right. So, okay. we're going to make this even more convoluted apparently. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know where I'm going with this. 
supply.
and yeah. 100% of them know so that's 33% of our audience by the way that is that is that is genuinely 33% of our audience anyways anyways so it has been shot on uh, it has been shot on digital cameras but uh, the cinematographer of the movie steve yedlin uh i don't know if any one of us have heard his name before but he was the one who published a study and made a film that basically defunct uh, made christopher nolan's theory defunct that movies shot on film look better or they have this better look to them right they have this grainy look that uh, this vignetting that goes on but that's more to uh, that's more towards the lens side of things but it it looks like it has a, a matting on it the the lighting is much much difficult on on the film camera right so mm-hmm. S- steve yerlin proved all of that wrong he basically said that digital cameras can produce the exact same effect that film cameras are supposed to uh, provide right and then this dude went on and made an entire movie doing the same exact effect it saved them a fuck ton of money uh mm-hmm. like and if you look at the cast the cast itself must must cost a fortune right daniel craig chris well, evans anna yeah. de armas jamie lee curtis 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 good Curtis. job bunch and there's your yeah. there's your first fuck up of the episode <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely michael shannon christopher plummer among other people right that alone must have cost them a a fortune but uh, as i can see the budget of this movie is like basically penny to a penny to compare to marvel movies right it's 40 million dollars so come on why would you compare it with a marvel movie no <laughs> i mean like for budgets for budget purposes right yeah you i mean me? still okay. still so uh, why would you compare it like comparing the themes or the movies themselves i'm just comparing budget that movies have But that why would budget. you do that that movie like marvel movies are grand movies that's What? true that is true. i agree with you yeah, yeah. like a lot of uh, budget for special yeah. effects but yeah, yeah i get yeah, what yeah. you're saying for a movie of this size because of its cast it's yeah. pretty cheap they they they, yeah. they must save a lot right so what they did save on was cinematography if they had used film cameras it would have been hell a lot expensive so steve yedlin the genius he is he did what he did best and he proved that digital cameras can work just as can look just as good as film cameras or their perceived like quality right with half the cost basically because like film cameras need a lot of lighting they need a lot of care and they need a very very high quality storage which digital cameras really really don't so that really helped them out so before this that's movie even that's a lot of begins, really yeah 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 that's a lot of really <laughs> so before this movie even begins uh it's it's already something that's uh, a marvel to look at yeah <laughs> <laughs> i did that it's it's uh, this was written on the script by the way which What? our guest has not uh, which our guest has not received wait you did not really send me i told you to send me the She script. still believes we have a script. <laughs> why do you keep falling for that? Oh my God, so why are you so gullible, bro? Oh, Holy Stop. shit! Anyways, yeah. let's okay. move on to the movie. Somebody would like to speak about the movie itself now. 
So I felt like we should probably talk about what the movie is, you know, the genre and stuff. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe that's something we should have started with, but whatever, I guess. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, Knives Out is like one of the best modern mystery films. It's basically a whodunit, right? The whole point of it is just trying to find out, oh, you know, a guy was killed. Maybe what happened, who killed him, etc., etc. Uh, it does the whole concept of like an old guy being murdered in his mansion and uh, like an eccentric detective trying to figure out who it is, but with like a really modern twist. Um, I think one of the best things about this movie is that it knows the trope of the genre, right? It knows like what like movies of this genre usually do and it really subverts expectations and yeah, pretty much just fucks it and it does. Takes it it on a date, goes on a Tinder date, fucks it and then sends it back home like a slut that it is. That that wasn't my immediate thought, but sure. Let, let's yeah, go you know, I, I say that because like uh, every single who done it follows the same basic shit, same stupid plot line, right? It's 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 the same kind thing, of. right? Yeah. Uh, and then suddenly, out of nowhere, it turns out that the detective or whoever is like investigating is has been ahead three steps all the time, right? And disagree with that. I mean, <laughs> please explain. Okay, okay, let me hear me out, okay? Okay. So, um, firstly, I don't believe that this movie is a murder mystery. Okay. I yeah. believe that it is a comedy movie. Mm. Uh, that uh, okay, is... lost you there, okay. See, I mean, it, it definitely does have a lot of comedic aspects. I it don't know if I would say it's it, not, yes. don't you think not it's a murder like, movie. Don't you think it's like... Um, you know, a parody of murder mysteries, like. Yeah, I would say that it is a it like parodies it, a lot of yeah, things. Sure. I mean, yeah, as far as parodies go, but like, not parody in the exact sense of the word parody, right? It like I said, it takes the murder mystery trope and it it really really fucks it. Honestly, yeah, yeah but... I would say that it is a parody, but like even then, like most good parodies are still like a product of the genre right like you look at um like Shaun of the dead right that's a great parody on zombies on zombie movies right but like it's still a zombie but what i'm trying to say is your point was that uh daniel craig was ahead of everyone the entire time i don't agree with that no i did not say that that's what i'm saying right daniel craig like in every other movie the detective is ahead of the game but in this one, it's not so, right? There are forces that are actively, actively, actively trying to go against him, even when he trusts them, right? So this movie, like I said, it really fucks with the trope. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So I'm agreeing with you. You just didn't... Let you finish? Yeah, so <laughs> uh, as I said, right, I'm, I'm agreeing with you here. So I think that Daniel Craig is not ahead of us at all steps. He might be ahead at some times, but not always. And that really shows in other movies, it's generally like Hercule Poirot. Take Hercule Poirot, for example, right? He's always ahead of the uh, readers. He's always ahead of the viewers. Bro, the way you just <laughs> said that man's name just <laughs> triggers me so fucking much. I don't give a fuck, dude. This man just said Poirot. Like, what? Wait. His name is not fucking steroids, you shit. I mean, you know. Oh my it God. can be. 
anyways that's not get okay pancham okay pancham you know what i don't mind fuck you <laughs> oh my god anyways like in any general hercule movies the hercule p movies uh he's always two steps ahead of the viewers or the readers right uh mm-hmm. in he, in this movie uh, mr blank has really 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 not been ahead of us at all times and it really shows it really shows right so i'm agreeing with you if anything uh, i think an interesting thing that knives out did was that we were consistently ahead of everybody uh, else almost everyone else yeah, yeah. basically but we right? still like didn't we get the full picture till the very end till the uh, the protagonist gets it yeah of course and until like uh, the climax of the movie you know climax of most uh, murder mysteries i guess when someone yeah. does all of the explaining yeah 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 so you're saying <laughs> okay so um yeah i mean i feel that he was quite dumb frankly daniel craig <laughs> you know i like, have some i have definitely some points that i can share with you that shows that how he was not dumb but he was like playing along with you know them. yeah what i'm trying to say is he was not dumb obviously he found out that you know yeah, the spoiler yeah, yeah. <laughs> so basically yeah, spoiler yeah he solved yeah. the case spoiler. basically yeah. he yeah. 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 he solved the case yeah. yeah. <laughs> he found the spoiler on the back yeah. of his supra yeah yeah he did find the spoiler yeah yeah so but uh, i feel like he really depended on the people around him for those like the entire time she was destroying all those clues that um, you know that made her guilty so I mean if he was a really good detective he would have not like taken her with his investigation I mean no so he chooses to trust him right or trust trust her but then right? why would you why would you trust us I think uh, Daniel Craig said it best in the movie right he said that uh, he trusts her because uh, trust her because she, pro- like, she, she yeah. doesn't have any motive she and she was like uh, basically a friend to him uh, and a friend to the But guy still, who died right? and and then still. like she has this uh this plot point basically that she pukes whenever she lies right she physically yeah. cannot lie so that basically prompts him to trust her i still feel that he should have she, she not done have, that yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean obviously like if, if he had it were... not trusted her it, the movie would have ended like 30 minutes yeah, earlier yeah 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 i mean it's but, like, you know, necessary no. for the plot but he like so i think that's what makes it more believable or more human right uh people inherently have certain connections with people around them no matter whatever position that they are in right they inherently make connections with people they inherently trust people around them. So uh yeah. like other detectives who shall not be named Benebich Kokumbadich uh who shall not be named uh they are always on this high and mighty horse Robert Downey Jr <clears throat> like you know so they they always on this high pedestal right ki like i am better than them better than you i am smarter than you i am much more capable of doing solving this uh, these things than you Blanc was not at that point in any 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 part of the movie he was always like on on down to earth basically yeah. he knew what he was capable of he knew that he couldn't work out miracles 
he knew that he couldn't like uh, solve something that isn't uh, there right so that makes him a much more believable and much more human basically human character what i'm trying to say is don't you think he was mocking uh, uh, the english accent uh not the english he was i think he was southern the texas sorry sorry southern it was sorry about that come on yeah, you, no, for you sure you live in cali oh god are uh, are you sure you're not in north dakota or something you know what i don't have all the historical stuff written down on my shoulder or something you know <laughs> i have like i said you should have referred to the fucking script it's right there bro it's right there <laughs> it's given it's it's a yeah, given sure. oh, now god. i believe you <laughs> yeah but no i think his accent choice um in this movie was also kind of plays into the parody of it cuz like usually yeah. you have these detective detectives who have like very robust english accents like yeah accents like actually yeah. like well yeah. so freudian slip i don't know but anyway <laughs> yeah uh yeah i think that was a deliberate choice to like again make fun of the tropes of and, the genre right yeah, and like make him more human yeah uh do you remember the first thing that uh, chris evans character ransom you ransom drysdale uh, says to daniel craig uh something about kfc yeah yeah he makes fun of his accent immediately yeah. after the first sentence that he says he he it goes does. on to say kfc uh for <laughs> our guest here kfc stands for kentucky fried chicken kentucky oh is a no. state oh my god <laughs> oh my god kentucky is a so, state let me get this straight you didn't want to fucking explain what film versus digital was but you're going to explain what kfc is yeah 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 you know they might be okay. film nerds they might not be foodies right they might not exist exactly yeah they might not exist makes sense any so so kfc stands for yeah. kentucky fried thanks for chicken. explaining i mean South i really needed that one of his su- <laughs> southern accent oh god it really yeah. seemed like yeah. let's be so, honest yeah. so anyway anyway <laughs> his accent is stupid is basically what we're trying to say but it's not like it's not there to make fun of southern people it's it's there to make him more human make him much more approachable right if anything it's it's there to make fun of uh, other mystery stories that have yeah. like uh english people as like the main detective you know yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. I think this movie speaks a lot about human trust as well, right? So like Benoit uh, really trusts Marta to like help with help with his investigation and then for some fucking weird reason Marta trust, trusts Ransom out of nowhere it has been very very clearly stated that Ransom is an asshole throughout his life. So why would uh, Miss Carrera trust ransom that really hard. like poked me out at <laughs> he makes a very compelling argument right yeah like mm. why would you do very that very compelling argument yeah no yeah, but... cuz he's hot bro cuz he's fucking hot she wanted to tap that <laughs> yeah you know, you no, know not... what guys, guys i don't know about that but i had some notes written down and i haven't gotten to any of them but there is one note that's on the top of my list okay it's literally on the top of my list one thing that i had to talk about fucking anna de armas why is she so fucking hot 
Like, can we just stop? Can we just stop and just acknowledge that for a second? Absolutely. She is so fucking hot. Yeah, absolutely, bro. Oh but my god, she's so hot. She's All right. Anyway, let's let's continue. I cannot relate, but yeah. Well, I mean, you, bro, look, I got your back when you were saying that Chris Evans is hot. <laughs> yeah, but, right? so, but I don't see so her hot. You have to agree that Anna De Armas is pretty cool. I mean, she she is beautiful. Um, that's it. That's it. Crop cut. Yeah. Get it. <laughs> cut yeah. yeah. She 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 is beautiful, but um, I don't know about hot. Yeah, she is hot actually. Now that I think to be fair, it. she wasn't like made out to be hot in this role. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, now I now that I think no, about no, no, it, she is yeah. in general, like, IRL. Right? Yeah. Shit. I um, like her lips. Okay. Her lips are yeah. very nice. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Very approachable. <laughs> yes. Very approachable <laughs> lips. Yes. That is definitely something <laughs> that could be said about her lips. Oh God. Anna De Armas, if you ever end at up me. hearing this, we mean at that me. in full respect. At me at this. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Oh, Maybe God. don't do that. You'll end up with some okay. weird creep. Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, do you also like? Uh, I'm going to force this forward, but do you also like uh, see like everybody when they start giving their uh, when they start giving their story to the detective? Uh, they all like start with this all this high and mighty pose of uh, high and mighty impression of themselves, right? This narcissistic view they have of themselves. Uh, so they they act all high and mighty, like oh Marta, she is a part of the family. She's like family. She's our family, right? And then everybody, every single person who mentions their country doesn't know which country she's from, right? It's Paraguay, it's Uruguay, it's uh, Brazil at some point for Brazil, some weird. Yeah. yeah it, it's it's every single country, but it's never been confirmed which country she's from. But they just assume that they are on this pedestal, that right? They are this. egoistic narcissist uh, egoistic people i think yeah i think that it talks about white supremacy like a lot yeah yeah don't uh, you think uh, like about her family in the movie is definitely up there for white supremacy but uh, they even talk about the politics right the yeah, immigrants yeah, yeah. that are coming in they do, i yeah. think it can easily classify as a political movie as well this movie Yeah, it does. I mean, we we are not here to judge movie on their genres, yeah. but yes, no, no, for sure, it definitely does say a lot about like immigrants in America, right? Like, this movie is definitely trying to make fun of white supremacists and you know their their outward yeah. sort yeah. of facade of them like caring about Anna in the movie, but they don't really care about. Yeah, yeah they they don't. They just. So they they have this they have this silver spoon up their ass ever since they were born that that their father is paying for everything, and uh, they really really don't care what like they call them the help for fuck's sake. What is this? Nineteen twenty nine? Am I buying black people now? Huh? So that I really irks me out. Slavery was abolished then. It was abolished. It was abolished then. It was but abolished, like, you know, but there was still there was still um, the help. It's um, it was still anyway, prevalent. Yeah. There was still segregation well, and all. There was still that, segregation yeah, yeah. and all. That, I think that they kept up uh, their image of you know caring about her up till the point that it actually affected their image. 
right? No, no, until they, they like they thought they, they had actually money. affected their image. Like they obviously wanted to show the detectives and everyone else was an outsider that oh yeah, she's a part of the family, we care about her, etc., etc. But as yeah. soon as they learned that okay, their image is pretty much down the gutter anyway, they kind of stopped caring about it as much. I would say. And yeah, when 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 it came to the issue of them getting the inheritance or not, all of those things just completely went out the window for sure. They they just straight up just say like uh, on the call, Meg tells her that you know uh, you are like family, but you are not family. Uh, so basically, the everything that they've been saying the entire movie about her has been like just a facade that they are putting up. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think that. Uh, everyone like we say that we care about the minority but we don't yep. really the minority the underprivileged and the you know the lower class the class that is lower than us not lower class yeah. per se the lower let's say the lower economic yeah yeah the lower not necessarily class. but like if we okay let's just not get lower there. socioeconomic class no about, it's fine I think no, that's we okay. Can, we can. I, we absolutely it can. can be about religion also. Like yeah. if is a our or certain culture, like I mean, yeah, sure, absolutely. But I don't think religion specifically like plays a large part uh, in this yeah. particular movie. My point is that something that is in minority or mm. something that is not really uh, does not have that privilege. Yeah. It shows uh, like how we actually feel about them like we act like we really care about them but then at the end of the day we we just don't really yeah. do that you know you know what really speaks about how we actually feel about things uh so when they are giving their statement right every single person that's giving the statement has this high and mighty view of themselves but everything that they're uh, speaking about everybody else is i think what's the actual truth right so if you really want to know how what how the party was actually going right you would have actually have to listen it from the person uh, other than themselves perspective yeah right yeah right so they all they uh, every time each family is giving their statement they are all shown kissing uh, their father right they are all kissing harlan but that that cannot be possible right only one of them can and it turns out that in actuality no one was actually with him when the cake was being cut right so that really speaks a lot about how these people are in actuality and how they are portraying themselves to be so for some fucking weird reason the audio weirdly cuts out here and we lose about 20 minutes of audio uh, by the time we realize that we lost the audio uh so you're supposed to bear with it and you the conversation might not make sense but i've tried my best to edit it together such that it makes sense to you i'm sorry we could not record we are on a time constraint and a budget constraint we are not made of money please bear with it let's Back get into spoilers, the spoilers. yeah so for the third time <laughs> For the third time, yes, Welcome this is a shit show, but but it's also a piss show. But that's the point. That's it's the piss show. It's the golden shower. All right. So, uh, do you guys have anything in specific you want to talk about? Yeah, yeah, I have yes. a few points. Yeah, but like we'll ask our guest to politely show her 
opinion first so that we can discard it completely by the third minute okay sure but uh, this is unrelated to the spoiler but i always wanted to say this um yeah. since the starting of this podcast mm-hmm. don't you guys think the score of the movie is like really inspired from hitchcock movies i did kind of get <laughs> I mean, that actually yeah, yeah absolutely yeah him the the opening just, scene itself it 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 gives you this uh the the opening scene of this movie it gives you this automata scary vibes right like what the fuck are you trying to say whatever <laughs> <laughs> that is it, it, this that is classic hitchcock is it not yeah yeah i sure. mean so it it, it the is. the score that accompanies it is also very very like hitchcockish yeah absolutely hitchcockish yeah, yeah. I just wanted to point that out. That is a good point out. Anyways, let's let's let's, let's get back to the actual part of mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. So yes, yeah, yeah. she she texted me and she said that the movie was very predictable. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So so you knew from the start that yeah. the the uh, the grandson is the one the killer. Yeah. Yes. Why why I'm would you? I'm so know? sure of it. but why Because... did you just predict or did you like uh, are you just lying no i did predict it uh, the thing with Please me is stop. that i predict most of the movies like have you guys seen us like i was like i i know what is going to happen but why why yeah. did you think that ransom was the killer i think that was because uh, he was so involved with what what was her name the the marta girl yeah yeah marta yeah so but then he came up after the second act right he came up near the middle of the second act or no i mean the start of the second act right so like i, I don't know what is it that gave it his away name, but it's ransom <laughs> i think i think oh yeah 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 i remember i remember why i uh, i predicted his guiltiness oh uh, the grandmother the you know when she said okay. says back again yeah the back again i genuinely predicted that is like maybe maybe, maybe but i did not see an old woman or maybe she is like incredibly smart yeah listen i thought that uh, this has something to do with the entire you know mm-hmm. murder so um i did not know about that range thing and something like that because i, I did i could not predict that thing right, that yeah. she actually accidentally gave the so right so you just doses. thought that uh, uh, like he the ransom dude actually went and slit slit his grandfather's throat no no i think what she's trying to was, say is that she thought like she predicted that he would be involved in it somehow in some right? yeah. some way or somehow yeah okay yeah but i that's, was that's not sure enough. about her. how yeah, or yeah. why or what yeah not the details yeah. but like you just had a feeling that and also i was like oh this movie won't end here because they gave away the the Either. martha story pretty yeah. early on in the movie i mean yeah, that's so, that's the thing that's why you called it a parody right that it it yeah. takes the trope and what i've been saying from the beginning is it fucks it basically right it yeah. doesn't give a fuck uh, how you expect it to go and he the 
Rian Rian Johnson really really takes it in uh, the way he thinks that it should be presented, right? Yeah, he really yeah. shows us his view. It 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 really doesn't matter what you believe should happen next. The movie proceeds as it should, as as the director decided it should, right? And yeah. and we are not sad about it, and we like genuinely enjoyed it, right? It's it's a good movie, right? It it really takes the tropes and really fucks it, and it really ends up in a very very good way. The children are much better than the parents. Yeah, that that's always the case. No, I mean, I wow, wow. She just discarded her parents, Mr. Sharma and Mrs. Sharma. Uh, listen to what she said. She she she, she needs to be cut out of the will. <laughs> no, but like, I have a feeling that um, the older generation is quite involved in the family drama, like mm-hmm. as a child as a kid of the family you don't really think about it and as you grow because, old you realize okay. how what actual shit goes on in the family like but you what i feel is with this whole social media thing but i think we are getting off topic but let me just say it yeah, with this fine. whole like social media and this new culture you you are more dependent on your friends than your fa- uh, with your feelings Depends. and everything I mean, it, it really, really depends on how close you are with your family and or your friends, right? Yeah. I, I think generalization yeah. is not really the way to go here. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not trying to do that. But what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say is that as our parents were more involved with their families, that's why they have more politics, yeah. family politics. Uh, today, the kids don't have that because... they are really not involved much but then yeah, yeah so so you are saying that you are siding with how yeah so you're siding with how ransom feels about his family uh but like he really can't get away because of the money but like he really doesn't give a fuck about his money i think no, he, does. he cares about his money no i i meant to say he that definitely he definitely does care only about his reason money. he gives a fuck about his family is because of the money right he's in it for the money and nothing more or nothing less Yes. Yes. Yeah. Pretty much. That's the only right? reason why he entertains I mean, any of them. I think he did have a motive to like screw them over because of like you know they talk about how he's burned yeah all the bridges with his family and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think his like first and foremost motive was to like secure his inheritance. Yeah. Yeah. You know that's what he wanted. Yeah. yeah. And I think I think the thing with that I think what Som is trying to get at as well is that. you know obviously you can't really justify the actions of a murderer right but at the very least you can kind of try to understand where they're coming from maybe yeah right? yeah, like, yeah i'm uh, like i don't agree with I it think... i don't agree with how he panned things out with his family but i wow, get where he's coming right? from yeah you know it's 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 like uh, i think somia what you're what you're trying to get at as well is the sort of cross generational alienation right like we as people who have grown up in the 2000s we don't really understand um what life was like a generation ago and our parents can't understand what life is like for us now right so there's like this huge gap between our thinking right and i think that kind of is displayed here right like like the the neo nazi i forget his name in the movie right the the guy who's always wearing the blazer right like his dad doesn't know whatever the fuck he's doing right on social media he literally says i don't know any of those words that you're saying mm-hmm. 
Like, like how yeah. can you expect then that he would have any sort of like deep emotional connection with his, his boy? Yeah, his own right? son. Like, that's yeah. just not yeah. gonna happen. His son will also grow up to become another ransom. Yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much, it's, right? It's it's it it really depends on the person itself, right? It it I mean, he might turn up like ransom. He might turn out like Meg. I mean, uh, chances are. uh not 50 50 but like it can happen there are life altering things that happen right i might kick somia out of art school doesn't that won't make her hitler you know yeah but, but i will Why say why do you no, have to give think... these examples i don't know that just sounded funny to me <laughs> yeah. okay i don't even think that meg is completely out of the clear either right like i mean she's under the influence of her family her mother she's in under the influence of her mother and her education right she's just trying to secure the bank from sugar mama for her college nothing more is that all though yeah it is did all did you just say that sorry he did definitely just why, say why that. would i not say that am i wrong her her literal sugar mama yeah. literal sugar yeah. mama but anyway Yeah, so that's that's a big thing, and I think that the money just kind of exacerbates the problem here, you know, of like this disconnect yeah. uh, between the generations. And I think it is kind of interesting as well to see how like these kinds of, let's say, upper class families kind of function, or you know, maybe not function. I guess is I mean, the better way to put you it. You know, dysfunctional family are not like they are dime a dozen. Let's be very honest. Every funk, every family is dysfunctional. They are, but to this degree, I don't. I mean, yes. As someone I mean, who comes from a very a dysfunctional family, depends on really, really depends on the uh, like the context of everything, right? But let's not really get into that. Let's just focus on what we have at hand. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, I'd like to move on and like really, uh, like Somia said that. the characters don't really like uh, the detective really doesn't seem that smart right i'd really like to counter okay. that and i'd really say that uh, not only he's smart he's very smart but uh, like marta the nurse is also fairly fucking smart right and like chris evans's character ransom is also also very very smart right but the thing is they're all like fucked in the ass by like to be very honest each other's mistakes right so they are all trying to fix themselves fix help themselves right but they all like they are all screwed over by other person making mistakes right if like and that shows their human aspect right um if they did not make mistake then to be very honest chris seven's plan might have gone to like on its way like he might have succeeded if anna did not make mistakes uh, marta did not make mistakes her plan m- might have succeeded if uh, benoit was like not making as frequent mistakes as he did uh, he might have caught the killer quicker right you know why i know for a fact that he's actually very smart what's that uh like in the in the big reveal in the big reveal he points out towards the blood spatter on the, the on, on her shoes right yeah the first time i like go back and watch the movie the first time that uh, they meet the uh, like uh, daniel craig's character and uh, anna's character 
the first thing that he notices is the blood spatter on her shoes it's the first thing that he notices right and i like if 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 you go on and watch the movie again one more time i'm i'm sure that you'll notice that he constantly looks at that blood spatter he knows about it hmm. that should be more than enough evidence that this was not a suicide and that anna's character is hiding something right but he doesn't do that he gets his facts correct he gets his story straight as he says gravity is a rainbow he gets it correct first and then asks her what's that about or tells her uh, per se right so i think that mm, really portrays yeah. that that shows his human aspect as much as it shows his uh, smartness right he noticed it immediately yeah. right and like yeah chris evans character you is also shown to be very very smart right the way he knows that the mud will show his footprints so he carefully avoids it right and all the all the things that like he quickly comes up like the plan to kill his father to to ch- to take out the antidote to like switch the medicine in the the vial i'm really shocked that how did he know uh, the the ingredients and how much he takes it and what he needs to do one to thing work. i do remember is that like he uh when the detective is uh, interrogating martha she mentions how uh, his family knows about his dosages right so maybe some way he found out i think it is plausible that he would find out yeah i think maybe they are yeah. on that what uh, whatsapp group chat uh, texting each other their his dosages or something right yeah uh, also can i point uh, point out a really really fun tidbit of the movie i've read this on a youtube comment apparently uh so mm-hmm. apple being a famously asshole company uh does not mm-hmm. allow antagonists to have apple products in the movies so uh, a really meta take yeah no they they like don't like they don't allow antagonists to have apple products a really really meta take on this is like in this movie they will they uh, the the director shows you Mob- uh the smartphones of every single character right they specifically show you their iPhones right but they never show chris evans with with an iphone even the nazi yeah. kid has an iphone even uh <laughs> the liberal snowflake has an iphone even the children of the harlan harlan dude they all have iphones except ransom yeah, yeah. that makes That's sense interesting yeah that is yeah, that I, is, mean, i found that very very funny and uh, like very very intriguing it's it's definitely clever from the filmmakers to do that i think yeah that's pretty interesting uh now that i now that you have mentioned it i'll try to see if you know other you movies you try to change your opinion that is the case based on my opinion no, uh, so you can the... form your no, own no, opinions no 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 what i'm talking so about sure. is the iphone thing <laughs> okay okay come on <laughs> like i will i will try to see if there there are other movies that they have done that okay. where they haven't shown iphone for like antagonists i don't know man that that's something yeah that's something that i'm not sure is true or not so you are saying no. that uh, an antagonistic okay. company irl apple does not allow mm-hmm. antagonistic characters to have his have their products in for, in in media 
is unbelievable for you i i am not sure i will have to look up look. that fact yeah i i actually just googled it and yeah there's a bunch of articles that says that they won't oh. let villains use iphones yeah how funny which is really oh. interesting actually that is actually funny isn't it? I, i mean it isn't interesting and funny right yeah no i think yeah. if anything it's it's really clever mm. it's like really clever yeah so uh, i the so the third time that i watched this movie today for this podcast uh mm-hmm. things like these really popped up right the like you said the score the automata score right hitchcockish that really popped yeah. out as well like it starts as a horror movie it turns into a who done it turns into a crime story that yeah. and turns into a who done it and then there are random shots of um, the objects in the house yeah yeah that's the automata right yeah i like that especially um especially in the opening scene i think when uh, the maid discovers the body yeah like just before that yeah. they have like that that i think is like again one of those tropes of uh, mystery movies that they always start with those kinds of yeah, shots yeah the creepy the shots mansion. to show the uh, yeah. to to hammer in the the creepy vibe of the place right of the mansion mm-hmm. it's not even just creepy but like the mysterious vibe of the setting i guess yeah, yeah absolutely but then it, yeah. like i said it fucks it <laughs> i don't know how better fucks to it. put it does doesn't yeah. so that takes us overall that takes us to the end and uh, i'm going to talk a bit about the whole balcony scene and again that that's where like the marxism comes in mm-hmm. i think so along with some of the courses that i've done with uh, psychology i've taken some sociology courses as well and the, it's made me like appreciate these kinds of things in movies a lot um of how they do like a commentary on society we talked a bit earlier about you know obviously the white supremacy thing yada 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 but obviously there's a lot going on about economic status also right like class division mm-hmm. right yeah and the the reason why i kind of linked that with marx and uh, like one of his theories was conflict theory right like there's two opposing sides in society there's the bourgeoisie the proletariat the proletariat here being martyr mm-hmm. they're bit uh, they're they're the working class right and on the other side you have these re- rich assholes right and there's like this constant struggle between both of them in this movie which is pretty much what conflict theory says happens right in society yeah. and the only way that you'd get past that conflict is if a revolution happens right yeah. if a revolution mm-hmm. happens and a there's wealth redistribution and that's basically what happens right and i that's why i love the ending shot of this movie so much uh with the balcony of how she's looking down um, looking down yeah she's looking down on the family and that kind of signals this end of an uh, era it, it pretty much like the end, end of, of an era like again power struggle sure like redistribution again and yeah i think this movie does have a lot of themes of that as well you know like just how you know um lower economic class people even immigrants they struggle a lot and mm-hmm. obviously this movie and the filmmakers are definitely allies of uh immigrants and those kinds of people and i i i really like enjoyed that aspect right. of so it a they, lot they, right? they really like show that you know it doesn't really matter where you come from what matters is how you are uh with people right as a person. how you are as a person how you know you uh, how good you are in in like in your life right that that really yeah. like 
Yeah. That's really more important and, here than whatever you're doing, right? Yeah. And I feel like as as an immigrant, it is um, like life is uh, like not me as an immigrant, but like in <laughs> general as an immigrant. Dude, you've oh, been yes, there for a fucking me. year. Think, no, no. Somewhere, I'm not somewhere. an immigrant. You are. What I'm trying you to... are an immigrant. You're not an immigrant? But you I'm, are an immigrant. I'm, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, sure. I'm not. Uh, because I no, I think you should own that, right? You are an immigrant, so you can talk to that nature. I think, but like she's yeah, there just for I studying. Really she might moved. come back or something like that, right? Yeah, but what I'm my point okay. is that that's that's a different point. I might be a immigrant someday, but I'm not sure about that. I might come back, but that's a different story. What I'm trying to say is, uh, like immigrants in this country. they do not really you know take a stand for themselves i mean like recently i really i disagree scared. recently i disagree yeah 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 i know listen to listen hear me out so basically my point is that for the longest time in the history of this country uh immigrants have not really been um vocal about their uh, injustice especially people from the countries that because they they're really scared of the of you know uh, deportation and you know fear of because they don't want to leave the country so they the the citizens of this country has always have this upper hand and you can see that clearly in this uh, movie where they even try to blackmail her yeah with yeah. that uh, when she, when you know like she was your trying, mother will be deported he, and stuff yeah 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 there's a there's so a distinct lack of power yeah right yeah so there's always this card that you know if you don't you know follow us or yeah they just throw the card yeah 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 so uh, i feel like this movie speaks volume for that reasons as well like to show that you know you firstly this country was made on immigrants so like yeah you j- because we have this thing in our mind that you know uh, we are from somewhere that we don't belong there is, yeah like yeah we don't belong here or like she is from a country that is facing war if i'm not wrong so like it's just a thing that people over here who are born over here don't get it right yeah so they're disconnected yeah. from the But, immigrant people yeah Yeah, and yeah. The, uh, earlier that point with uh, that, uh, you know, they they think that they care about it. Like a lot of uh, like citizens uh, talk about it on social media, saying that oh, we really care about these people, and you know, but they don't really because if if you see slacktivism, yeah, it's a right? it's a slacktivism, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you get my point. I get it. Yeah, for sure. That's a good point. Um, I think that also it, it kind of shows again, like I think it it does tie into the whole uh, economic thing also. Again, I yeah. think the main thing that you'd have to emphasize there is like uh, with all of the stuff you talked about with immigrants, um, the lack of power, right? Like when you feel you can't actually stand up to someone. because of the consequences it just creates like a very oppressive environment yeah like yeah. especially for people who uh, come from europe they don't face this problem because 
you know nobody they, just, they are just uh, naturally assimilated into the society unlike uh, people of yeah, color they usually have this card that they play that you know if you don't follow this rule you might get deported that's literally yeah. everything uh, and that is the reason why uh, who are the people who are citizens over here they don't really they're not really scared of anything they break the rules and everything but if you see immigrants they usually try to stay in the line they live in the fear yeah that they, they are not like yeah, yeah. they can be replaced that they are easy to find right yeah yeah and also uh, i'm talking about legal immigrants not the illegal mm. ones because i mean if you're illegal at that point you just do hard drugs yeah no and no <laughs> That's not true. They, they, they do really yeah. work. Yeah. I'm putting the oh yeah part. That's all. Fucking hell. Okay. All right. Well, let's. Uh, it's very interesting. You know, there's a lot of subtext in this movie, and yeah. uh, you know, you know, you uh, want I me think... to point out another like a uh, heavy-handed detail in the last scene. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, throughout the movie, in every shot that there is Harlan and there's his table or him drinking coffee or whatever. He has this coffee mug, right? My house, my rules. Right. My... She, she, she drinks from the same mug. Yeah, yeah, she drinks from the same mug, but this time she covers all the other parts. The only part that's visible that that screams "my house." Yeah, there's a lot of little bits yeah, 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 like yeah, that yeah, in this yeah, movie yeah. that are really clever. There are clever. a lot of details. Like, see, uh, everybody is fighting against uh, Daniel's character, right? Yeah. So yeah, I guess that is by that the is time true. that he actually like gets frustrated with it, he takes a seat in the in the in the study or whatever that room is, right, where they take the statement of people. Mm-hmm. And every single person before him that that was sitting in that room was sitting beside that that circle of knives, right? Yeah. When he sat down, he was sitting right in the middle of it with all the knives pointing at his head. Yeah. indicating that he is fighting everybody else there except the police obviously fucking hell the foresight man the foresight yeah, yeah. they they do this right this is this this a lot of a lot of detail like that that i probably missed out and uh like there are i think still to be found which re- i think that really makes it a rewatchable movie even if it is a hood on it even if you know that this person is the killer even if you know the story the plot line I think it still makes it hella rewatchable. But definitely watch it with someone who's gonna watch it for the time because I want to see so their reactions. So you'll be reactions. watching them, not the movie, huh? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, um. Anyway, that's the end of the episode. All right, I think we've Enough. talked yeah. quite a bit. Yeah, we've yeah. we've gone all the way from the movie to politics. Racism. Somehow we've gone to fucking uh, racism and yeah. immigrants and Marxism. Somehow yeah. Marxism with a little bit of classical conditioning. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and we might be short on humor because my brand of humor is very crass, which I think that a lady should not have to witness live. It's it's completely fine. I'm bro. not talking about you. Shut the fuck up. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, anyway, yeah. if you guys have any thoughts or any ideas of, about the movie, or if you see the movie for the first time, keep them to yourself. But also let us yeah. know. Uh, there will be a link DM below. Um, DM us. Uh, slide into our DMs. Instagram. Uh, we'll have a good time. Slash pretentious antique work. Do you want to advertise your Instagram, Swamya? You would. You and two other people would know about it. 
<laughs> I mean, it's up to you. You don't want to if you don't want to publicize yourself. Tomia, where are you I at? Mean, I'm, I'm like the Instagram handle. Are you talking about I mean, Instagram? Yeah, you can give your Twitter as well if you want Twitter DMs. Uh, I, I would. Okay, fine. You can uh, get in touch with me on like, like. <laughs> Email her at Tomia Sharma at gmail dot com. Okay. We are professionals here. No, no, it's it's. <laughs> contact her agency. You cannot contact her directly. Contact her agent. Yeah, my page is not public. Contact her on MSN Messenger. All right, guys. Uh, you can get in touch with me if you want to email me. You can get in touch on. Yeah, like, email her for only serious business inquiries, nothing else, <laughs> right? Yeah, if you want. Us commission dot talk about. Yeah, yeah, and if you oh, yeah, want do you have to an talk, art page or something. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you can. So there's this art page. You can check that out. It's called Artful of Disco. I don't know why I named that, but it is. I have to change that name. No, you don't. It's it's a cool I name. I name. like I like that name. I like <laughs> yeah. that name a lot actually. Artful of Disco. That sounds nice. All right, guys. So fucking check her out on All Instagram. You, I'm one assuming. of whom is already with us. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so Tomia, Tomia will be checking herself out, and the rest of you guys can yeah. check her out, right? So it's art full of underscore disco. Yeah. Or yeah. just write it in the description or something. Fuck you. And, and 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 you can you can actually email me. You know I really like emails. So like, you know what you I will email, email you right on... now. Yeah, please. I I love emails. I I really you know I take them seriously. You're gonna have you to say what your email, email address, Somya. Okay. Yeah. It's it's Somya. Dot nine eight two zero. At the rate gmail dot com or this um, your email id is samya dot nine eight two zero at the rate gmail dot com and samya has a uh, samya with a o. Okay then. Well, that's this has been an episode. Uh, we've talked about stuff and uh, we're just gonna fuck off now. And uh, I have schoolwork to do. Okay, guys. Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs>